1: News is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Radio Justice in Tamale, Fafa Radio in Joje, Jata FM in Karaga, Bewa Radio in Karaga and Bedering FM in Krugu. We are live on Twitter Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Dura plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. This afternoon, over 6,000 Teachers who failed the licensure exams handed another lifeline or veer into another profession.
2: Some of them have written their licensure exam nine times, eight times, seven times, six times. Finally, if they are not able to pass, either upgrade their knowledge or define another profession.
1: We'll get to hear from the Registrar of the National Teaching Council and the Ghana National Association of Teachers alarmed by this huge failure. Also, looming water crisis as the Northern Electricity Development Company, (Netco) disconnects the Ghana Water Company treatment plant over 3.9, 39.7 million CD debt.
3: We have succeeded in placing nearly all the non-critical plants on prepaid, but this plant owes 39.7 million.
1: We'll get to hear from the Ghana Water Company Limited, who says Netco is also owing them.
4: We're engaging them. I mean, our customers are owing us. We need the money to pay some of these bills. They themselves are our customers, and they are also owing us, and we expect that they will also pay.
1: Also this afternoon, economists is urging government to address the deteriorating quality of life among a large number of the populace, saying the president should resign if he cannot govern with 40 ministers.
5: You can delay childbirth, you can postpone your marriage, you can disengage even after engagement. How long can you postpone anger? This is the portion of increasingly a large number of Ghanaians.
1: Also, High Court declares that it is not unusual for judges to hear cases on a day-to-day basis. As a trial of Minority Leader Dr. Kesel Atoforsen resumes, we have details as the Attorney General stands by its decision to reject a settlement offer of 2 million euros from a private company. We have sports.
6: Two Black Stars forwards have pulled out of the Black Meteor squad for the upcoming Under-23 AFCON. We'll tell you more in 20 minutes.
1: (laughs) Police inspector accused of gunning down his girlfriend in Kumasi pleads not guilty, triggering anger among relatives and friends who massed up in court today.
3: What is he? That is innocent. What is innocent? You kill somebody and you say you, you, you are not guilty. He's guilty. So he shouldn't, he shouldn't say that. That's not makes uh, make us annoying. You have to be jailed.
1: Please stay with me for details of that and more here on the Midday News. I am Emifa Apao. this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Now, teachers who failed the line censure examination will have to sit up and take advantage of the last opportunity to pass or forget getting jobs in any school. Out of 7,728 prospective teachers who retook the exam, only thousand and twenty-two hundred and seventy-seven passed. Meanwhile, as many as 6,451 failed. The assessment in numeracy literacy and professional knowledge is to enable qualified teachers get a professional license while attracting young graduates with the required professional knowledge and skills to teach. However, the exams continue to expose many lacking the right tools. The National Teaching Council says a last chance will be giving them. Let's bring in the registrar of the NTC, Christian could Thank you so much for your time here on the Midday News. I'm sure you've been trying to get an understanding as to why this huge numbers failed. Is the exam that difficult?
2: Uh, thank you very much. MFA, and greetings to your listeners. Um, let me say that it's not the difficulty of the examination, but, um, the competence of the candidate that is being questioned here. Um, as far as we are concerned, these examinations have been run for about five years now, so far we've, we've run 10 times of the examination and the past rate has always COVID around between 60 and 70% Um, this year's one is an outlier. The failure rate is an outlier and, um, it's not a surprise to us because as you rightly indicated, it was exclusively for recited people who have written the examination three times, five times, 10 times, and have not been successful. So as far as we are concerned, um, it's, it's not a huge surprise to us because they have been attempting all the time and most of them have not been successful. What they have to do is to pull their weight and put in extra effort, steady hard and pass.
1: Well, but this is interesting because um, it's surprising to hear that this is a reset actually. It's not first time um, sitters. They, they've reset this exam, some of them up to nine times and they're still failing. What then happens? They still have another opportunity?
2: Yes, um, they have one last opportunity because the Ghana Technical Licensing Examination is going through reform, and um, when the reform kicks in, the current dispensation will phase out. And so we give them three chances to be able to redeem themselves. One was written in May this year, and um, last year one was written, and then in May this year we wrote this one, which has just been released. And then in November, we are going to write the last one. So they have the chance to pass in the last one that is being written in November. If they are not able to pass that one, then two other options are available. One, if the person is a degree holder, then the person will have to enter the new dispensation and write the GTL under the new dispensation with different subjects and different content altogether. And um if they are doing that, some of them might have passed two out of the three subjects. They will have to just just send the two that they have passed and start afresh with the new dispensation. Um if the person has not passed anything then the person just enter enters um, seamlessly. But then we still have people who do not have degrees, mm-hmm. diploma holders who are also who have also been writing the exam. If the person is a diploma holder Then the person will have to write, I mean, apply for a top-up, get a degree before the person can write. Okay. Because per policy, as of now, the minimum qualification to teach in Ghana is first degree.
1: But Mr. Daipo, really, um, some are wondering, at least parents listening are are wondering if, at least even if they pass this reset, is this the kind of teachers that will be teaching our children?
2: Yeah. If the person is able to pass this uh, November, then it tells us that the person has met the minimum standard to teach. Hmm. And I can tell you, if 7,000 people have written those SMs and then um, slightly above 1,000 passed, hmm. it, it communicates to us that they need to do a lot above themselves. But
1: are you able, no able to, to assure you. us about the quality of these teachers that you're churning out then?
2: Yes, that is what we, the confidence that we want to build in Ghanaians, Because over the years, we just made it um, a wholesale thing, one side fit all. The moment you pass um, your teacher education exam, you are gone. But then the, the licensure examination came in at a sieve to help us know whether actually you are exhibiting the standards that you are supposed to exhibit. So over the years, as we have started doing this, we believe that the quality of teachers. And the quality of teaching
1: will improve. Mr. Poku, we'll leave it here for now. This is an issue we'll expand further subsequently. That's the registrar of the National Teaching Council, Uh, Christian Poku. Meanwhile, the Ghana Association of Teachers, NAT, is calling for an investigation into the failure rate. Thomas Musa is a general secretary.
7: That's a good
8: story. It's disturbing. It is like having about 80% of your soldiers not fit for purpose. That is it. It means that you are not safe. And We need to interrogate why it is not enough for you to hear that that is the what that is it. The question is why, what really happened, and what and what can we do? So, once we identify all those things, then we get them corrected. I am not
4: excited always having come having to come around this same uh, 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 situation. There'll be those 70 vocally naked, 80 make naked. I've been asking why, why is it so? What really happened? How can this thing be corrected? And I think that is really our focus. Therefore, we will need the
8: training institutions. The training, the teachers that these teachers, some of them come from UCCU, some of them come from Winnipeg,
4: some of them come from Lagom, some of them come from the colleges of education. So, is it the case that these institutions are not training them well?
1: Well, that's uh, Thomas Musa, General Secretary of NAT. We'll take a look at that paper and see how difficult it is. But let me take you to the court now and a justice of the Court of Appeal hearing a case. As a High Court judge, Sewa Sareboche has stated that it is not unusual for courts to decide to hear a specific case on a daily basis. She explains this is actually what the practice or directions issued by the Chief Justice requires courts to do. She made this comment in the trial of minority leader Dr. K. Silato after she turned down a request to adjourn the case for a month. The issue of a court hearing a case in such a manner has been topical since the High Court differently constituted and such a schedule for the trial of ND He's James Jachikwasing. Legal affairs correspondent Joseph Akablay uh, joins us on the line uh, with more on this. Joseph, so what did lawyers for Dr. Assoforson want uh, a month break? Like, why did they really want that month break? Okay, so um, unfortunately, we don't have uh, Joseph Akable on the line. He's monitoring these two cases uh, for us. Uh, but uh, my colleague, Kwekwasante, um, joins us because there's an empty parliament this morning as most minority MPs are bundling the House to go to the high court complex, whereas the North NDC MP um, James Jachikwason's criminal trial has commenced. He's not an MP, I beg your pardon. Kwekwasante, uh, uh, bringing us details. So has the House started sitting yet and, and what's the attendance like?
8: And so it has to do with the document that they wanted a witness to produce. A uh, one-Henry Mouth Mills, who is a, a witness who has been ordered from Stambik Bank to come and testify in this particular matter. And so they had asked him to produce a document that shows that the company had made an offer to finance the, a loan, to provide a loan for governments to purchase the ambulances. Now, the witness did indicate to the court that those were not documents that were readily available. And so it was at that point that they asked how long he could provide that document. And he says you will need about a month because these are documents that span from as far back as 2010. It was at that point the lawyers for Dr. Tuposi made the request. And the judge said that under the current practice direction that have been issued, they actually required to sit on a day to day basis. And especially when a witness says the document may not even be available, and it is unusual for the court to take a one month break just for them to sit for a document if the court says it's not even relevant. The judge then proceeded to state that. Quite recently, there have been comments in the media space suggesting that it is unusual for courts to decide to he exists on a day-to-day basis. He says that is actually the norm, and that should be the case, especially for trial, where a special direction have been issued.
1: Well, Joseph, thanks for the magic there. But do we know uh, if there was an offer from the the private companies' offer that we've been talking about yesterday? We remain. We, we understand it remains rejected. Is that the case?
8: Yes, the age is not backing down on that position, and it's for that reason. Uh, that is why the court has actually resumed hearing of the trial of Dr. Tuporsen. So Dr. Tuporsen is supposed to open his defense and by way of his press witness, he opted to get the order to compel the official from Stambeck bound to come and testify.
1: Now, let's uh, focus on the James Jachikwison case, uh, which you are following as well. We understand he intends to urge the court to change the period fixed for hearing. What's the latest?
8: In fact, that case will be called in a couple of minutes' time. We'll settle for 12, but it's not be called yet because the court is dealing with a different aspect of the case. But there are some individuals who have uh, lined up just in front of the court premises holding placards. I've tried to interact with some of them. They said we should give them a bit of time. They are holding placards. Some of the placards, leave, leave our member of parliament alone. James, they are our MP, among other uh, comments on the placards that they are holding. So we understand they are here to let support so they are, uh, the person they believe should be the member of parliament for Asil North and they want. The current ongoing system, which they believe is frustrating, should they put their hold. And so that case will be called in a couple of minutes, where his lawyers will make in a case for the court to review his decision that the case will be heard on a daily basis starting today uh, for the next three days, which we know it's some three days to the by election is taking place on June 27th.
1: We'll touch base with you again before we end the news. Thank you so much. That's Joseph Akablay, Legal Affairs Correspondent. we check on uh, the situation in Parliament once again. Let me bring in Kwikwa Sante. Uh, so we've been hearing that most of the MPs have moved. That's the minority side. They've moved to the court to support their leader. And James Jachikwisin, tell us more.
8: Right, so this morning, when we entered the chambers of Parliament, it was almost empty, especially on the minority side. And the indication we had was that these were two cases that were very important to the minority MPs to support their leader, Dr. to Tuperson and, and also to back um, Mr. Ma Mr who is having his criminal trial started today, the minority MPC they expect that the court will vary its order to hold the hearings day after the day after the other because Yachikuisen had filed a review of, of, of that decision. The House has since started sitting, but the attendance hasn't been so much impressive because
0: both on ¿Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
1: Both sides, the numbers are really low. And what was the business to be considered?
8: So a number of questions are standing in the name of the Minister for Lands and Natural Resources expected to answer those questions, but... From the look of things, no one has raised questions yet of quorum. That will mean that business will proceed, although the numbers on, in, on the chamber at the moment is not up to 93, allowing sitting to continue. But if that is supposed to go ahead, then the minister will have to answer these questions. We also expect that questions about TOR, the allegations that TOR is being sold to a private investor and it will cost the nation about $700 million, also expected to come up big on the
6: floor today.
1: That's the Parliamentary Affairs correspondent, Kweku Asante. Let me take you to the northern region now, shall we? There's a looming water crisis there. As the northern electricity distribution company, Netco, has disconnected power to the Dalon Water Treatment Plant in the region, over a 39.7 million CD electricity debt. Well, this was part of Netco's revenue mobilization exercise in an attempt to improve upon the company's 15 million CD monthly operational loss. According to the public relations officer of Netco, Maxwell. That the disconnection to Dalong has become necessary because the Ghana Water Company has failed to settle the debt.
3: The Dalong Water Plant has worked Owes Netco to the tune of 39.7 million. That's what a company in the northern, if not just the Dalong plant, the entire northern area in Tamale. That's the area under which Dalong falls. Dalong happens to have a chunk of that amount in by way of its debt to Netco. Over time, because of constant collaboration and demands on Ghana Water Company. We have succeeded in placing uh, nearly all their non-critical plants on prepaid and so we do not have so much of A challenge there, but this plant owes thirty-nine point seven million as of April 2023. Meanwhile, when we continue to bring power to the the area, the operational area, at a cost of about one hundred and twenty million a month, and we are only able to collect on the average eighty-five million, that leaves a deficit of thirty-five million every month. So, until we take some of these radical actions, the company will collapse.
1: Well, guess what? The Ghana Water Company says it is surprised at the turn off events, especially when Netco is also on their debt list. Communications director of the Ghana Water Company Limited, Stanley Mate.
4: We're engaging them. I mean, the, our customers are owing us. We need the money to pay some of these bills. They themselves are our customers and they are also owing us. And we expect that they will also pay. Okay. But is it the right is it the right way of going about things, especially when we are all in the same suit? You are all government agencies working for the betterment of this economy. So, is it is it right for them to to disconnect our main treatment plants, depriving a, a, a whole municipality or metropolitan area of water? Is it right? Mm. But whatever whatever it is, they are saying that we wouldn't follow suit, we wouldn't retaliate in, the, in, that, in in like manner, but we'll continually engage in we'll continually engage them like we've always uh, done. And
1: Well, let me um, take you to the region. Martina Bugri uh, joins us on the line. Martina, so in all this, uh, what is the say of the residents?
8: Now, you know that the Ghana Water Company in the region already is producing below what is expected. They are producing at 28,000 cubic meters instead of the 60,000 daily. And so there's already a shortfall several communities do not get water my neighborhood for instance for over a month now we haven't had water and so already there's acute water shortage with this one it means that it's going to worsen the situation we've been speaking to some residents and they anticipate harder days ahead they want authorities in the region to intervene to resolve this matter before it gets out of hand
4: well, it
7: because the water, they are opening, but since we are not getting water.
2: But right right now, and they will disconnect, it will be a critical problem for us. Our regional hospital, the TTH, the regional hospital, the central hospital, you know, there are patients around, we have new babies there, we have patients who are on bed. So they should try their best as much as possible and resolve that problem so that it will not affect the, the, the communities within Tamale and East envelopes.
1: Some residents there, let me take you to the Ashanti region now. And police inspector accused of gunning down his girlfriend in Kumasi has pleaded not guilty and triggering anger among relatives and friends who must have been court today. Inspector Ahmed Chumesi at his committal proceeding today at Asokore-Mampon District Court, angered relatives of the deceased when he told the court he's not guilty. Erastus Asaridonko has been following that for us. He joins us on the line. So, Erastus, in spite of this plea, though, the prosecution told the court they are ready for trial?
8: Yes, uh, they did. And they submitted exhibits including the murder weapon, an MP22 pistol with registration number A1300683, and a firearms inspector's forensic report on it. Pen drives containing CCTV footages from the crime scene, uh, crime scene report, and an autopsy report on the victim, uh, which they said indicates that he died of hemorrhagic shock uh, due to gunshot wounds. And they said they are ready for trial.
1: You also got to interact uh, with some family members, uh, really, after he pleaded not guilty and some anger erupted in court. Tell us more.
8: Well, so after the judge asked him uh, whether he had anything at all to say uh, now that he's being committed uh, for trial, he said he's not guilty. And after the court proceedings, this attracted a lot of anger with uh, hundreds of sympathizers laying siege and decided not to leave because they are angry that he said that in court, we can listen to some of them.
3: Uh, the man may, 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 no, tell, uh tell me what has angered you today because of the what he's saying that is innocent. What innocent? How can you be innocent? He said he's not guilty. Yes, you kill somebody, you say you're, you're not guilty. He's guilty, so you shouldn't, shouldn't say that. That one makes uh, make us annoying.
4: How do you feel? The trial is about to start, it
3: has not started. Uh, yes, so they are taking the case to high court. Mm. Mm. They, they are ready mm. to go there. The churches, right? so, like, yeah. What are you seeking? Oh you have to you have to be jailed. You have to be jailed.
4: You are calling for a change of the law, an amendment to our laws. That one yeah, they have to change
3: it. But right now in this case, you have to jail him.
1: This is the Midday News. You're on Joy 99.7 FM, also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi. We're on a number of affiliates. We're on Twitter Spaces. We're on Facebook. We're on MyJoryOnline.com. And the Midday News is sponsored by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. Over 6,000 teachers who failed the licensure exams handed another lifeline of year into another profession. When we return from the break, we have sports and then economists' air government to address the deteriorating quality of life among a large number of the populace saying the president should resign if he cannot govern with 40 ministers.
5: You can delay childbirth. You can postpone your marriage. You can disengage even after engagement. How long can you postpone hunger? This is the portion of increasingly a large number of Ghanaians. <laughs>
9: Have you noticed that Ghana has suffered lack of attendance at stadia across the country in recent years? Well, the multimedia group wants to be part of the solution, which is why we're calling on you, our dear listener, to help us. Our sister station in Shira FM in Kumasi has been on a nationwide campaign to identify factors influencing poor patronage of Ghana Premier League matches. This campaign has been widely discussed on traditional and social media since the beginning of the year. And after widespread stakeholder engagement, we have a list of questions in a survey that will help us come out with a communique based on... Science and data and we need you to assist by completing this survey the link to the survey is bit.ly forward slash fill gpl questionnaire once again bit.ly forward slash fill gpl questionnaire please help ensure fm and the multimedia group complete the survey in order to have a scientific response to this national problem
1: Thanks for staying with us. Let's do sports.
6: Yep, Emma for now, Black Stars forwards. Kamal Din Suleyman and Ransford Boa. They have pulled out of the Black Meteor squad for the upcoming Under-23 Africa Cup of Nations. Joy Sports understands the two players were not keen on featuring for the Meteors at the tournament. Now The Ghana Football Association also failed to convince the clubs of the two players in releasing them for the Continental event which is not sanctioned by FIFA. But preparation is still ongoing and the Black Meteors face Egyptian side Zamalek later today in a friendly encounter. Remember the serves as a qualifier for the 2024 Olympics. And Ghana will take on Congo in their opening match of the competition on Sunday, June 25. Back to you, MFM.
1: Thank you very much, Mubarak. Let's focus on the economy now. I'm Professor of Finance with the University of Ghana Business School. Godfrey Bopping is urging government to as a matter of agency address the deteriorating quality of life. Among a large section of the populace, according to him, the situation could lead to instability unless coping measures are implemented to take care of the deprived. Responding to Joy News documentary, Catalog in Ghana's Journey with International National Monetary Fund, IMF, Professor Bokpin says the impact of the harsh economic measures is having a toll on Ghanaians.
5: If the president cannot govern this country with less than 40 ministers, he should step down. He should step down. What is is wrong with that? Okay. We said that govern with this number of people because we don't have the budget to sustain all of that. Okay? Collapse that, sell the v 8 I hope you understand that. Mm. You know what? You need to declare war on this economy.
1: Well, former United Nations advisor on governance, Professor Bafu Mandria, says the continuous resort to the IMF for bailout demonstrates the incompetence of the country's leaders.
5: I use the term numbed. Our brains are numbed because it's so easy for them to go and get the money. Because how come we heard from our former president, Mahama, Almost swearing a note, this will be the last time we will go
4: right to the IMF. Very, very sad. The very people who rated you to go to the market to borrow are now being called reckless. What is our like prophets just said? What is our way of thinking? And this methodology used is not only used for Ghana. It's used for like Cote d'Ivoire. It's used for Togo. It's used for Nigeria. It's used for every country.
1: Now, a joint news research has uncovered how agents of the opposition NDC took advantage of the NPP's broken promises to brand Vice President Dr Mahmoud Balmia as a liar. The investigation by the research desk established there were organic public sentiments that Dr. Balmia had broken many promises. But the NDC has taken advantage of these sentiment and branded him uh, a, polit- a liar for political gains. The coordinated sharing of hashtag Baulaya tweets by 28 accounts using the copy-paste technique shows an aggressive move to exaggerate and entrench the liar narrative. There's more in this report.
9: It is possible and that is why I am offering myself in all humility to contest in the primary of this
7: phenomenal party." When Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baomiya formally announced his decision to run for president, the hashtag Baolaya popped up in Ghana's Twitter trends. It was not the first time it had trended. As of March 2023, over 1,110 Twitter users had used it, created 24 million impressions and reached over 5.69 million people. We identified Twitter user Atsami Jenfi underscore as the second most influential account in respect of the Baolaya trend. The top three tweets were by Atsami Jemfi underscore. The most popular tweet was Atsami Jenfi's reaction to Dr. Baumier's claim that Ghanaians could use the Ghana card as a travel document instead of a passport. The said tweet described Dr. Baumier to be allergic to the truth with lies being embedded in his DNA. It garnered 171 retweets and 727 likes. We also identified Twitter account with username at Perry as the most influential account in respect of the hashtag Baolaya narrative. The account used the hashtag 97 times. At Anand Perry identifies himself as a youth activist of the Opposition National Democratic Congress. The framing of the Vice President as a liar appears to have gained some ground. Dr. Balmier's photos dominate the image tab upon a Google search for who is the biggest liar in Africa. This could be the result of Google bombing, a technique where a website is pushed to rank highly for irrelevant or off-topic search terms by amassing lots of connection to it, similar to how Donald Trump was linked to the word idiot in 2018.
1: Now, let's focus on the Love FM high school debate. And Chi SHS put up a strong argument to convince judges of the Love FM high school debate that choosing a craft in today's Ghana is better than university education. Nanabuachi Yadom has more. One, the chair, university education in today's Ghana focuses mainly on theory more than practical. A practice which end product does not meet the needs of the current Ghanaian job market. Point
9: high hopes turned in that, into disappointment for Osetri Senior High School. As we three has sent them packing after a thrilling round of submissions in the LAFM High School Debate. Both schools debated their stance on the motion in today's. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder,
0: la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva
4: aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. La misma marca registrada de FCA US LLC.